Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I D O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Today I welcome Juliet Caraman, and Juliet is a 
certified mind and body coach, teacher, mentor, and writer on relationships, sex, intimacy, trauma, and healing. And decades of her experience with conscious sexuality and her ability to hold deep space has her clients regain confidence in their bodies, psyche, and relationship with themselves. And today, Juliet and I talk about communication. Obviously, we've had past shows on communication and we can really never have enough because it's such an integral part of improving our lives, improving our relationships. And I really enjoyed the tools that Juliet gave for us. I really encourage you to listen and implement the conversational prompts that she shares as a way to connect more deeply with your partner and communicate better. We can all use as many tools as we can get. At least I know I can. And appreciate you guys so much for tuning in, for leaving those five-star reviews on iTunes. If you have listened to this show, if you enjoy this show, just take a couple minutes. It really helps us out. If you go on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen and leave us a review, we really appreciate that. And I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Enjoy today's show. Hi, Juliette. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Cheers. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. Today, we're going to talk about communication and how we can communicate more openly and lovingly with our partners. And obviously, as I discussed with you in the pre-show, we've covered communication quite a bit on this podcast, but it really can never be covered too much. And I always love hearing different experts approach and it could be something super subtle and different, but that can make all the difference for an individual listening in their relationships. So let's start with having you tell our listeners why you love talking about communication, helping people improve it, and then we'll talk about how we can do it. For me, communication is really key to any relationship. I mean, if we even look at this ourselves, how we communicate with ourselves, right? That really, um, it just completely transforms how we think about ourselves if we look at the communication. And then communications with others and so often we think we know what the other people, what the other person is meaning, and we don't stay curious and we just automatically assume that this is what they're saying. And then we get hurt, feelings get involved, we close, we close off. And then if you actually stay curious and ask, hey, what did you mean there? <laughs> you find out that maybe it was something completely different and it actually brought you much closer together than pushing you apart. Staying curious is is such a valuable approach because I feel like personally it helps me avoid reacting, you know, instead it allows me to respond better. If I can be like, if someone says something that if I'm not curious, I'm just immediately responding or defending myself instead of like you said, like, well, what do you mean by that? Asking a question, just doing that can be so valuable in improving communication. Completely. And often, you know, when we have understood something, it could have triggered something in us. You know, we've all, a lot of us have had traumatic experiences, something that happened too soon, too quick for the mind and body to process. So we might be in a trigger. So what I keep telling my peeps is like, okay, if you realize that you're actually, something is getting triggered in you, you know, just take a breath <laughs> and you might need to just say, hey, 
I'm noticing I need to take a breath for a moment. I need to just kind of like, there's some contraction happening in my body. I'm not quite sure what happened, but I'm feeling a bit triggered. So I'm going to just excuse myself from the conversation just for a moment. I'll be here with you, but energetically, I'm just going to take care of me. And then you can come back and kind of like work on your breathing, notice what's happening in, in your body, perhaps, you know, think what the thought is. And then get rid of that content, that trigger. And then it's like, oh, okay, I noticed this brought this up in me. What did you mean with that? Because I'm, sh- you know, I'm sure I might be re- reacting in a way that might not have been your intention. So can I you know, ask you a bit more? I want to emphasize what you just said of just taking a breath and literally saying to your partner, hey, I'm feeling a bit triggered. I need a moment. I mean, that alone can also be so valuable is taking time away from the conversation. I think we think of communication as active, right? Like what we need to say, how we need to say it. And obviously there's a lot of important things there, but I found it's almost the absence of communication within a conversation that can be so valuable of feeling triggered to say, hey, communicating that to my partner. I need, I just need a second, taking some breaths, taking a walk, can be super valuable. Telling your partner, hey, can we come back to this in five minutes, 10 minutes, or maybe it's later in the day. Yeah, tomorrow. (laughs) That is also such a a valuable tool. Completely. And just what you were pointing to, the the coming back to a conversation. It's, yeah, often the point is really, what do we want to achieve of conversation, right? What we want to make a communication, we want to be understood, we want to be loved, we want to be cherished, but most of all, we want to be understood. And it doesn't mean that the other person has to agree with us and they can have their triggers, they can have their responses. And the beauty is to really start factoring this in. And sometimes all you can say to a communication is thank you. Yeah, it's like, okay. Thank you. I've I've received your communication and that's it. And then often your partner will look at you as like, aren't you going to go into it? And I'm like, no, I've received your communication, but that's all I have bandwidth for. And this is what I notice so often in couples that one person will come, say the, say the wife will come to the husband and just you know, he's on his computer working and she just goes and vets. And what I've been teaching my clients is like, hey, go to your, you know, if, if that's what you need, you need to vent, you need to just let off some steam, go to your partner and say, hey, do you have bandwidth for this? Do you have attention for this? Because we all want attention. Like, I need to vent for about seven minutes. I don't need 100% of your attention, but I, I don't want you to fix me either, but I just need to get it off my chest. Do you have time for it now? And then that person can just kind of check in. It's like, yes, I do have time now or no, what about tonight at seven o'clock or tomorrow at eight, eight o'clock in the morning when we go for a walk with the, you know, with the dogs, whatever. But it really gives both partners uh, an ability to check in with when would it be good to have a communication or to have a venting uh, session. You said there in your example saying, I don't need you to fix it in preempting the communication with that. I think that's also so valuable, but I also have some questions around that of going to your partner and and saying what it is that you need. It's like, hey, I'm really stressed out. I just need to vent 
to you for a little bit. And in that, it's implied like, I don't want your opinion (laughs) on the situation. Is that appropriate and healthy? And how can we kind of communicate understand what it is that we need and and communicate. Another example could be, hey, I'm really struggling with this thing at work and I need your support. Can you hold space for me? Can you just let me vent and hold space for me? Because you can feel when someone energetically holds space for for you, right? And it's like you said, the don't fix me is um, why I put that in. It's because oftentimes that's what we try to do. We try to fix it. We try to make it better because that's patterns that we've learned from childhood, right? When we fall, um, you know, your, your mother will kiss your knee better where, where you had an ouchie. So it's just kind of ingrained in us that we try to make it better. We try to make the pain go away. Well, it's actually, now I want you to hold space for me so I can be in my totality. I can have all my emotions blow up and, and not directed at you. But yeah, knowing that I'm in a place that this is safe to do. What would you say to someone who is in, let's say, a negative cycle? It's like, we just want to be understood and we'll communicate something, but it doesn't seem like it's getting through to our partner. Maybe they're trying to fix it or they're, it feels like taking the side of, of the other person and not supporting you. What are some of the things that we could communicate clearly around that? And, and within that, something I struggle with the, the answer to of like, how do we distinguish the line between like our partner is who they are and not demanding them to respond in the way that, that we want, if that makes sense? Right? We all, part of us is like, I just want you to answer like I want you to answer. Right? It doesn't always work like that. Um, So I think really like love them in their full totality of who they are. And what I love to do with my partner, what I teach my clients is sometimes to take 20 minutes together and really block that out, put the phones away, everything, and then have a dyad. So have one or two prompts that you keep repeating to each other. And like one of them could be, tell me what you love about me. And then partner A responds, partner uh, B just says, thank you. You It's not to go into more, more chat. It's actually just to listen and to receive their communication. And then they switch. And what happens after about 20 minutes of or 15 minutes of the same prompt Instead of surface swimming, you actually go really, really deep. And so you've brought everything which is on the inside out, you know, on a platter. It's like, hey, these are all my feelings about you. Um, these, I mean, I, I like to do, tell me what you love about me. Um, tell me what you desire in our relationship and tell me what you're afraid of. And those three prompts, if you do 20 minutes back and forth, it will bring you much closer together and it opens the bridge of communication because you've received the communication from each other. And if, if a partner goes on too long, too long, blah, 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 you say, hey, can you just, can you summarize that? And it's actually really kind to do that because then they summarize their answer and it also becomes more clear in their head what they're trying to get across. And the thank you is really important because it really validates like, hey, I've understood you. And if you haven't understood, it's like clarify that. 
So they're just a few little, it's, 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 you know, I, I'm quite strict with it, but um, especially when I first get people used to it, but it's just such a game changer. It's so valuable to start a conversation with the positive. Like you say, what is it that you love about me? You know, we could be talking about an issue that you need to bring up with your partner. Maybe there's some negative pattern that you want to bring up and starting with saying, hey, do you have this space and time? Is this is now a good time to have a conversation? And then rather than launching into, you know, this, this and this is is bothering me. It's great to to start with like you know i love that you took out the the trash today and you've really been present with the kids lately and i just want to tell you that i appreciate that and then kind of bringing the next part of the need request up it, it's such a valuable thing completely and also when people are in a bit of conflict i have them have a time put a time limit on it Saying, yes, we're going to discuss this, but for 10 minutes only or 15 or however long it is. And then let's take a break and then you know, maybe we reassess, see if it still needs to be discussed or if we can come back to it tomorrow with fresh, fresh eyes. How often do you encourage couples to do the prompt with the, what do you love about me? What do you desire and what are you afraid of? Well, it's really funny. So I have my clients do date morning or date afternoon, and that is once a week. <laughs> so I'll give them versions of that. Um, I don't think you can do it often enough, even if you just make 10 minutes of time of doing that. Uh, it puts you in such an intimate space. And you can even do this with your coworkers or someone, you know, your children and in the, uh, the supper tent time you know and the table I will say to my kids instead of saying tell me what you love about me I'll just say this is what I love about you and I go around the whole table like that and I've got four kids <laughs> and then I'll say this is what I desire for this meal and or or you know for our family and this is what I'm afraid of and then I'll get each and every one of them to do the same and then the dinner conversation is so much different than if we hadn't done anything <laughs> That's that's really great. I love bringing that into the family setting as well. And it made me think of the famous 36 questions to fall in love. Are you familiar with that? I don't know if I know all 36, but yeah. I know a few of them. Well, well <laughs> yeah, yeah. But basically, I think it was published in the New York Times uh, years ago. And there's obviously lots of different variations. But basically, the questions kind of center around just that. Like, what do you love about the other person that you're asking these questions or you're discovering these things what do you desire like in life and and what are things you're afraid of like those kind of questions bring people closer that's why you know they say 36 to, to fall in love because they kind of center around those things of being vulnerable expressing yourself and getting to know someone more intimately and if you're doing this with a partner in the setting of trying to communicate better it's going to open each of you up to more empathy and a more deeper understanding rather than arguing about, you know, who did the dishes or not. Right. Because your brain can't really stay in two states at the same time, right? Be angry and be vulnerable and then joyful and actually loving. And that's, that's the, the beauty of it, where you can just take away the charge of 
maybe an argument building by connecting first. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Sometimes it's hard to get in the mood. We've all been there. You're super excited and ready, but all you can think about is what to make the family for dinner or preparing for a work meeting. Basically, your mind is on anything but sex. These feelings and thoughts can make it hard to shift gears and get in the mood. Take a step out of your mind with Dipsy and you can focus on what makes you feel good. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter what you're into or what turns you on. Find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot fitness teacher. Hear the sexy voices of ER Fightmaster and Luke Cook and many other stories like you've never heard before. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can also find something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and now they also offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat up things with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash I do. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash I do. Dipsystories.com slash I do. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Do you ever feel stuck on a problem and it's just debilitating? It can be so easy to fall into the trap of focusing on the same problem again and again instead of finding a solution. It's also a really understandable and human reaction. When faced with a challenge in life, it can be tough to train our brain to stay in problem-solving mode. I always used to ruminate on problems, but when I started in therapy, I learned how to be solution-oriented instead. I realize there's no better feeling. It's so empowering. However, getting to that point can take some work and the path isn't always clear. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. So if you're feeling stuck, whether it's depression or figuring out how to navigate a family or work dynamic, I recommend giving therapy a try. BetterHelp is a great place to start. You'll get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time. It's entirely online, so you can do it anywhere, anytime that's convenient for you. Plus, I love that it's affordable, making it accessible for all. Check it out yourself. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash I do today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. H-E-L-P dot com slash I do. Betterhelp dot com slash I do. Are there any other great hacks like that that you can suggest, uh, like prompts that you like? Yes. There's another one which I think is really beautiful. Um, Tell me what you think we agree upon and then tell me what you what I need to understand about you. And that first one was what we, we agree upon? Yeah. Tell me what, what, we, what you think we agree upon. What, what are our common interests? Yeah. We, we're both 
think it's very important that um, people that are around us feel comfortable, feel safe, feel like they can express themselves, things like that. That's a great one to just bring up. You know, tell me what I need to understand about you on a Friday after the work week. And maybe that allows the space for the partner to be vulnerable. It's also like encouraging people to tap into their own emotions and share. Completely. And that's it, right? And that's why just spending a few minutes a day or a few minutes, a, you know, 15 minutes a week, being really conscious about your communication and being vulnerable, it then transfers the whole energy where we might have been in a fight or we might have thought, oh, our partner doesn't love us. And then by being vulnerable, it's like, oh, we create that empathy. It's like, oh, me too. I, I felt that too. What are some common mistakes or issues that you come across with your clients when it comes to communication? First of all, they talk when they're triggered, when they're in their activation, right? When they're angry. So that's that's never a good uh, a good starting point. And then there's a lot of finger blaming and I call it the you always or you never. Um, and comparing, comparing your partner, your kids to others. It's like, they always do this. So it's you never, you always, they never, they always. And when it starts like that, instead of saying, when you responded to me in this way, I felt unheard and I made up a story that you didn't love me. And if you come from the I perspective, it's it's much more, it's you're making it about you. It's like, hey, these were my feelings that happened when you made that communication. Not like you always respond to me in this way. Or, you know, when you did that, I, you know, I got hurt. But instead of saying, hey, you know, when you made that communication, I, I made up some story that you didn't love me. So my emotions got hurt. I love that. It's so valuable to get your partner to not be on the defensive. Because, of course, if you go at someone with you this and you that and you're always, I mean, right. it doesn't mean we have to respond defensively. In fact, you know, the higher self would not, but it's certainly hard not to if someone is coming at you blaming. So if you're going to your partner wanting to have a productive conversation, and again, going from the I perspective, it's going to help us tap into what it is we're feeling, but even looking under that of why are we feeling that? Because it's it's one thing to communicate it, but I, I think it's also important to not just be blurting out like, I feel hurt when you do this as soon as you feel that without maybe checking in if like, well, why is that triggering you? Completely, right? And that's often it. It's like, oh, when you responded in that way, it had me go back to when I was six years old. My dad, you know, screamed at me because I uh, dropped a bottle of wine or something. And it actually just takes you back into that moment and you become a little one who then is like, whoa, this is scary. So if you can, once you're out of that, if you can communicate that to your partner, it's beautiful. I had my partner um, come up behind me. Alex came up behind me and he noticed that I stiffened up completely. I, I completely froze. And uh, he was right behind it was his. He was almost touching me. And I noticed that he immediately thought, like, oh, she's rejecting me. You know, I've done something wrong. And I was conscious enough to say, hey, please stay. I want you to stay there. But I just want you to notice my, you've, you've seen my body freeze. 
So my uncle used to do this before. You know, he would touch me inappropriately. So my body is still responding that, to that. Can you please just stay in it and uh, not touch me, but stay there? I can feel your presence and I know that you're there. And yeah, it took, I don't know, maybe 90 seconds to, to move through it. And then it was fine. And they're great. Now can you touch my shoulders? So I can actually feel that it's you. But to be conscious enough and to actually be able to communicate that and also for the other to receive it, that's where the beauty is. Thank you for sharing that. And, and yeah, it's a great example of, of how, you know, often in relationships, there's, there's lots going on, right? Individually and between two people in that there can be all of our history coming in to our interactions from each side and having awareness of ourselves and then being able to communicate that with our partner because that situation could go a lot of different ways like the one you mentioned you know you could yell at your partner and then it turns into a shouting match or you know why would you do that and you know and we have these operating systems and that we learn from our parents or we're not really taught how to to show up in relationships we we're just going off of the models that we see in our lives and often they're not healthy ones so I, that's why i love talking to people like yourself to get the tools to get the exercises to take these questions you know i'm scribbling down these notes and i like to revisit these questions like a prompt it's a tool it's an aid to bring into our relationships because we need these things. We're not just intrinsically born with them in our back pocket. I mean, maybe some people, if they're very lucky, but taking these things and, and I encourage our listeners to do that exercise with the, what do you love about me? What do you desire? What are you afraid of? It's such a valuable way to, to build better communication, but just to connect with your partner. Completely. And honestly, that's what we all want. We all want connection. We all want love. And we forget because we kind of get stuck in a rut, right? You, you're together. You either get married or not. Doesn't matter. But, you know, you build a life together and then life happens. And it's the jobs and perhaps the children and the this and the that. There's so many stressors that unless you make conscious time for you as a couple, that just kind of goes it goes awry, yeah. And then, I mean, I've had lot. I've had two, three couples, three of them actually, who've been married for over thirty years and haven't had sex in the last twenty-three years. And they're like, yeah, because we're not really. If, if we can't even communicate, then we can't even. You know, there's no way that we can touch each other, and which was really sad. And then once they started using these communication tools, I always took sex straight off the the table. I said, not allowed to have any. But you, you know you have to do these communication tools. And then they'd come back with homework and they're like, well, actually, you know, you said sex off the table after these communication tools for two weeks. You know, the first thing that we really wanted to do is actually touch each other again. No, oh, that's great. It's really what, what builds the intimacy again. Yes. And another thing that we'll link to is the 36 questions. It's more in-depth. It's a great date night tool. But like I said, it, it's really the simpler version are the three questions that, that you provided. And then if you want to do longer and more detailed, uh, that's valuable as well. So thank you so much for bringing that up. And, and like I said, I really want to encourage our listeners to, it's one thing to listen to this 
and and you can make the change. You can start communicating differently yourself, but try sharing this podcast with your partner. Try saying, hey, like I heard these questions. Let's let's do them tonight or let's do them tomorrow or whenever you have some space. I'd love to do that. And you'll be amazed at how that can diffuse, you know, tension. It can bring you closer. You can start to understand each other better. And once you start exercising that muscle, it takes continuous practice, but it's like this couple for, for 23 years or whatever, like you just settle into these ruts and nothing's going to change. So really being actionable is uh, super valuable. Completely. And it's, it's, that's what it needs. It just, I mean, actually to change a relationship, it needs one person to really want to change. And it doesn't always need both of them, but if the one person changes and the other person is going to notice the impact and it's like, whoa, okay, this feels good. I want to be with this person who's now changing and asking me these questions and really being intrigued and being curious. Continue to be curious about your partner. You know, ask about what they loved as a kid. All of a sudden, you'll, you'll get to know new things. Even after being 30 years to get together, you'll be like, whoa, I never knew that you liked um, flying kites or wild water rafting. And then that gives you an idea for a date morning or a date day. Yes, I love it. Well, Juliet, thank you so much for sharing all of this great stuff with us today. Before we wrap up, are there any things that we skipped over or maybe you want to emphasize? And then if you could tell our listeners where they could find you online and then we'll say goodbye. Great. No, I think I, we think we've covered enough for, for today. It's stay curious. Ask if the other person has the bandwidth to discuss, to have a communication. Also, I would be in the beginning, just time it, put a timer on saying, hey, listen, we have a time container of 15 minutes. We're going to do this. And then afterwards, we don't talk about it anymore because then the mind can also realize we, we then know what, you know, that this is not going to go on for five hours because that's one of the things that people can sometimes rehash and rehash and rehash. Um, so those are my biggest thing takeaways. And then do those communication tools. Like, tell me what you love about me. What uh, what do you desire for us, for our relationship? And then what are you afraid of? What do you want me to know about you? Uh, what do you think that we agree upon? And all these things kind of build you also forward to like, oh, what do we want to create together? So for this and much more, um, I'm on Instagram and on Facebook, Juliet French Benning with double T-E, Caraman, K-A-R-A-M-A-N. And my website is feelfullyyou.com, feelfullyyou.com. And there are loads of um, free resources there. Um, and I'm giving more and more classes. So there's always something something to learn there. I do a lot of meditation, a lot of hypnotherapy as well. Well, thank you so much, Juliet. We'll have those links in our show notes and on our website at idopodcast.com. And thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Thanks for having me. It's been great. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, And while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.